0: This is very journalism. I feel like. Report the news or some shit. Oh, I need those. What I need are those headphones. Now yeah, what are the headphones? In? Uh, Hudson, can you? Uh, yeah. I got you. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, coming in live. Yeah. Oh, and we're live. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Canary Sessions. My name is Hudson, and today we have proper sleep. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for having us.
2: There's a million different things that I wish I could say to you I don't know why I joke
1: go down the line and introduce yourselves
3: yes I'm Keith
0: Wood I play bass Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ben Ben Young and I play guitar and do vocals
4: I'm Scott and I play drums nice
0: Uh,
1: so how how long have y'all been a band
0: Uh, we've been a band for about coming up four years now I think yeah, as a different moniker? Well, yeah, so as, as this three, four months <laughs> with, with, uh, with Keith. But um, as playing um, and writing these songs, yeah, about four years.
1: What are y'all's biggest music inspirations?
0: Um, I'm going to go with, like, recently. Okay. I've been listening to a lot. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of the Menzingers, um, a lot of Dan Andreano, uh, like his solo stuff okay. from Alkaline. And this band called uh, Iron Chick. Mm-hmm. Uh, those have been Iron Chic. Yeah, I, thought it was chic. Uh, well, I said sh- I said Chic the other yeah. day at a show, and someone said, "You mean Chic?"
1: Take it take it back to Alkaline. Were you a little upset when uh, what's his name joined Blink One Eighty Two? Oh man, <laughs>
0: trying to get us killed, Hudson? I, I no, <laughs> no. I mean, I, for me, Alkaline like I never grew like I knew of Alkaline Trio growing up, but when he did Blink One Eighty Two, I just figured, cool someone to keep Blink going. Um,
3: Seemed like a fun project
0: they were doing, you know? Yeah, seemed like a really fun project. Uh, But then the newest Alkaline record, Is This Thing Curse, was perfect, in my opinion. So really glad that Matt's been writing with with those guys again. Yeah, cool. Matt, you guys.
3: Oh, for influences, um, I would say Thrice would have to be, just as a bass player specifically, I feel like, uh, thrice made a huge impact. Like illusion of safety in high school, I heard that and
4: had to try to mimic how that guy was playing bass with a pick.
3: Had to do it. That's it.
4: Yeah. Uh, most recently, Iron Chic has been on repeat. Pretty much all their their records, man.
0: Nice, nonstop. Yeah, I have to thank Scott for getting me into them.
1: <laughs> ben, I like how you are like. Holding the mic for both of them, like you're kind of like spoon feeding them. It's
0: Uh, (laughs) pre-video. I was asked to have this job, so I don't do it. Don't do it well. No expectations
1: here, (laughs) please. Uh, So, how how do you guys write songs together?
0: Um. So with so prior to Keith, um, we had another bassist, Andrew, and. It was more of like a two vocal kind of thing. And what we did was we would just get into the space and literally just jam. You know, if whoever, if they had an idea, would just start playing. It. And we would build off of it and see where it went. Um, and yeah, I mean, that, was, that seemed to work really well. And recently, with Keith joining the band, it's been, you know, it's a different dynamic now. So where there's two vocals, it's only just myself. And I had been so used to writing melodies and lyrics and songs to have a second mel- to have a second uh, voice, and now I'm finding myself picking up my acoustic guitar again at the house and strumming along, and I hear a progression and start just singing and seeing what comes out and then bring that to the table and then these guys pick it up uh, yeah, and we write and we just yeah, we just write as much as we can, and some things are really really good, and some just aren't. But uh, we, I think the biggest thing is we see the songs through. Like, we try to see them all the way through. Um, even if we can take just a little part of that and do something else with it. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you, as the lead guitarist and vocalist, does that, does, is that like mental gymnastics for you? Like, playing lead lines and, and singing at the same time? Um,
0: that... I think it's more of a... Uh, I'm mean, in my own head yeah. a lot. Uh, but just to, like, just to perform well. Mm-hmm. But... Writing, I've I've always kind of done it just learning by playing and just singing um, as a kid. So it's actually pretty normal for me, and especially being in a three piece. But if you were to throw me with like another guitar, I would that might really mess me up. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, sometimes like writing, I'm always trying to progress and uh, trying to sing over maybe, you know, like. Little leads and stuff, but I'm pretty basic, you yeah. know. I have a, just a really just a rhythm, and it's not it's not too hard. Um, it's not like Walt from Frontside. Shout out, <laughs> he that, he kills it. So, how did how
1: did you all meet each other? Um, I know you guys were playing together for a while, and then you came in. how How did you guys meet first, and then how did that happen?
2: <laughs> there we go. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> There we go.
3: This one's good because Scott and I have known each other since third grade. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we grew up uh, right down the street from each other. Edgewood Farms, <laughs> <laughs> represent. <laughs> uh, and so uh, he needed a bass, like uh, another guitar player, bass player, because in high school he was uh, playing a lot, and no one else was really doing it, and uh, so he needed somebody to fill in. He taught me bass, and. Uh, and then they, i guess what how old were we when we first started playing with each other
0: like all three of us <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> yeah like playing house in your mother's basement no uh
0: um, when did I we he did play in his mom's basement
3: <laughs> oh yeah we did um, when we um, when we
0: three got together it was 2010 9 or 10 yeah um my okay,
3: turn
2: for you. Oh, okay. no,
0: I got. Um, yeah, 2009 or 10, uh, I happened to ran, randomly be at a New Year's Eve party where That's these two five. were there, and I went with another friend of mine. Never met these guys before, um, but we went out onto the porch and like they were talking about like an Eddie Murphy skit, like all, and I just recently started getting into his stand-up, and I was like, "Oh dude, these guys good taste right and started talking to them and then really that was we didn't really say anything else like we all went and mingled with whoever and then I saw Scott at Los Trace a Mexican restaurant and Carrie (laughs) throwing down the names. legendary Carrie Los Trace Uh, I was walking out and he was walking in and like I saw him and he uh we kind of looked at each other and passed and then I turned back and he turned back and like I know you uh and we just talked real quick um turns out he was trying to get something started uh i was trying to get something started and him and keith were writing um and we got together and we were in yeah yeah we uh we wrote, a lot of music. wrote a lot of songs together and that was cool because no expectations i didn't know what these two dudes were uh like what they had and they didn't knew, didn't know anything about me and luckily it just messed really well um and we went through that band, and, you know, like I've, a lot of bands do, just didn't go anywhere, and we went off in our own different directions. Scott and I were in a, uh, a band called All Star Me, um, like a little pop-punk band, and him and I were in that for a couple years, and him and I really learned to write together and to uh, get comfortable with each other, which I think carrying over into this band has really helped. It's really hard to find that chemistry, like with other musicians it is and it's funny man because i mean it's not anything that can be taught you know you can't teach people really to have that sort of chemistry and it's a lot of luck like this working has just been nothing but luck and but a blessing for sure
1: show you've ever played each each of you can share an experience you've had
0: uh, okay i'm going to um i think i know kind of what scott and keith will say so i'm gonna take i'm gonna take that we played a house show in greensboro okay. called the ice house um right up the street from uh new york pizza uh which we played there plenty of times love everyone there yeah um, new york pizza yeah like right uh you know what i was talking about uh the ice house well no 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 NYP. Yeah. Yeah, okay,
1: okay. Yeah, we played we played a show together there. I know dude bat, house yeah. guest. Yeah, man.
0: We'll talk about that after All right, we'll, talk, okay. we'll talk about <laughs> All right. Um but uh yeah, so we played this this house show with our buddy Julian who invited us out and no ex didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um wait, the ice house is uh
1: is that isn't it like right next to like a big like UNC Greensboro sign?
0: No, they're right in the up a up a side street. Um I don't know, is there a big sign It's I'd just think? like a house that Is it on UNCG's campus though? No, 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 no. Oh, it's okay. off. Well, I guess if Tate Street's part of the campus, then it it's is. On Tate street, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, maybe I'm th- I might be thinking of somebody else. No, yeah, it's just else.
0: like a cool like two story house, like four or five uh girls and guys live there and they love music and um they throw serious, they throw serious Serious house shows, um, but for me, that was just such a a memorable and one of my favorite shows because they didn 't know who we were, um, never heard of us, and obviously, we had never met any of these these uh, these kids and every song, man, they were just moving mm-hmm. it was like right when we started, and that to us was the first time we've ever experienced that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, so much so that the floor was shaking, and the mic stand for me just kept swinging out into the crowd, so I, I had to continue to pull it. Like it was, it was just a really, really good time. You kind of just forget about it was cool yeah, the energy was perfect, man. You forget about anything else that's going on, and you're just in that moment. Uh, so for me, yeah, one of our most recent shows over there. Shout out to the to the Ice House for having us. Hope to be back.
4: Uh, for he me, speaks he speaks <laughs> for me, it would be the show we played last weekend on the twenty ninth at deep south, closing it out mm-hmm. um, played with a lot of sick bands. it was uh overall just really, really fun
1: um what is the weirdest show or like the worst show that you've ever played? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, this is just the first thing that this is the first show that pops into my head. I can't remember the name. Was it? Is there a venue in Greensboro called Shiners? Yeah, Shiners is the worst. <laughs> 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 so it makes sense that the story would come from there. Um, I don't know, like. Sorry, Shiners. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are they still? They're under new management. They're under new management. <laughs> <laughs> um, we played a show there and. I don't know what was going on. I think I had some issues with my guitar at the time, and Andrew had a uh had an extra guitar it was his telecaster uh kind of messed up, needed a little work, but I had done you know a couple things to it. I thought it was good to go, and this thing goes out of tune. yeah, I think you were here for this, and some dude after the first song goes. Tune your guitar, asshole. <laughs> and I just had to eat that because it was like, you're right, man. Like, I really, and luckily, Andrew from uh, the band Harm had, uh, he, they were playing with us that night, and mm-hmm. he, was to, he was able to just come and clutch with a guitar and was very much in tune. So it just, that was just like, it's so embarrassing as mm-hmm. a musician to be out of tune, obviously. And then when someone just calls you out at your show, it's just that's a humbling experience. Oh man, the intonation! It ended up being like I should not have played it. That was a poor audible on my my end. I had I had a
1: really uh, odd experience at Shiner's Uh, back in (laughs) high school. I played a show there, and um, and the the guy we. We were opening up for this band. I can't remember. We were just lucky to get a show. You yeah. know, it was it was kind of one of those things. Uh, it was, like, one of our first shows. And um, we got there, and after our set, I don't know what, how we didn't catch this sooner, but after the set, we realized that it was reggae night. Um, oh, so nice. literally everyone after us was playing reggae music, and here we were, like, this, like, Kind of indie indie folk band, you know, in our fields, and we come in yeah. there on reggae night, and everybody's like doing shots, and and there's like these weird psychedelic uh, uh, projections on the wall, like kind of like going in and out, and it was oh, it was a very man. weird experience. When, uh, the
0: vi- when the vibes are weird, yeah. I could just make everything weird. Yeah. Do you guys have a worse show? Uh, Tossing your head. Uh,
4: for me, it would be. Uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee yeah. when <laughs> when uh we were Magnolia and we did a a little 10-day run. We played this little shit hole, man, like in deep in the mountains of Chattanooga, man, and it was like I don't know if they had like one speaker, like one 10-inch speaker for the PA with like one mic and we oh, were a two-mic act, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, no. it was uh it was the first time I think that you guys had had that happen as well like where you were Very putting that scenario time, that
0: was the, like one did, the worst. but did y'all like share sh- a mic or something uh, yeah man we, <laughs> we got long, to set to like three songs I
4: think. long story short that set and that night ended with me and andrew packing our shit off the stage while ben is doing an eagle eye cherry cover <laughs> <Save tonight. laughs> oh. getting berated by no a couple yeah. of uh older ladies in the back yeah. like the yeah, back <laughs> booth, man. he was, was getting had, like, a m- heck mentally down. annihilated. Like me and Andy just walked off back in our sooner. Oh my like, gosh, that, that would be awesome. it for me. man. That's, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's tremendous. I'm
3: surprised you didn't uh pick spring assembly uh senior year <laughs> high this school. Be yours, though. No, I, I did, I, I did pretty good. Um, well, uh, I would say. Back in those times, those high school days, when we played uh, the Herb Young Community Center. We played in a band with our friend Mike, uh, Mike Chuck and uh, Louis Jocelyn called Autumn Hall. And uh, I had like a, I never had any good gear. And somebody lent me from the band Death Run Silent. They were like yes. the shit at the school, yes. you know. They were the metal band that was like tearing it up. And they had this full stack bass gear, and like I was not ready for that. <laughs> I was not ready. I wasn't ready to hear myself that loud, and it scared The whole time I was just scared to play. It was horrible. It was the worst experience ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: man. And I so, remember, was that the Bond Park Senior
2: Center? No, no, it, was no the, uh, it was the, the one in the downtown <laughs> Okay. It
0: was like,
3: yeah, it was in like the calisthenics room. <laughs>
1: Can you tell me a little bit about your uh, experience with Cardigan Records and how that came to be?
0: Yeah, so um, I think it was a year, August or September. It was a year uh, this last August, September, since we had signed with uh, Shane and Cardigan. And we had just come out before we we were in talks with him. We had just come out of recording a record in Nashville. And we spent two weeks out there, and it was something we were all like really invested in and looking forward to and not to get into like crazy details, but it just ended up not being what we thought it was going to be, so we came back from Nashville, kind of feeling defeated a little bit, and we were like, "Well, we have this record that we don't want to release because we don't like the way it sounds, we don't think it you know best represents who we are as a band and Shane I mean kind of just worked like he uh, we were playing some shows that he had booked and After every show we would talk and we would talk and it led into you know, like let's talk about Signing and what that means and what was what was really really cool is Shane helped us out of a hole that we were in with having Taking this time to do a record that we're not doing anything with and kind of keeping us on track mm-hmm. so you know, he set us up um, with a couple guys out down in Georgia and by that point it had been uh, two or three months since we had been back from Nashville so we had written new songs and we went through the process of okay what are we going to keep from what we liked in Nashville and what are we going to add to it Um, so we went through a lot of back and forth with that uh, and turned out we got the songs that we wanted and went down to Georgia spent another 12 days or so and that was a that was a learning process as well and a growing, um, but overall really happy with how it came out. And Mark and Ricky, who worked on it, you know, it was good. They 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 hung they hung they hung tight, man. Through it we were. It sounds great. Thank I've, you. I listened
1: to it all the way through, and it's it's fantastic. Thank it's you, really
0: man. Good. Um, we'll say real quick. One of the proudest things I am about that is doing live and like live amps. Um. Because there was kind of talk of doing like Kemper and Axe effects, and for us we were like, no, like, I just want like that true amp. they sound, sound
1: really good though have cool. you have you heard Kemper's stuff? Like- oh
0: yeah, 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 we actually, <laughs> and this is not against like Kemper or anything. We did the national record with it, yeah, and then that's I think that's when we realized, okay, we're the band who wants to have that open sound that a natural amp gives you, and mm-hmm. um, just we're more comfortable with that cause that's what we play with every every day, yeah. So, yeah, really stoked with how that record came out, Um, and then we went through Andrew leaving. You know, this all just ties in with it, because the experience through Cardigan has been, that's a big part of it, because when that record came out, before it came out, Andy left with like three weeks' notice, and we were scrambling. Mm -hmm. Um, Shane had, you know, invested in it, and there were some non-refundable things going on, and we were, you know, we were in a tight spot, but he has been nothing, but, you know, he's been supportive, um, and kind of has given us our space and, like, our breathing room to rebrand and rebuild this, and now, I mean, that, looking at the end of it and kind of looking back in, it's something that happened, it was for the best, I think, yeah. for us, um, from where song, like, writing songs to having Keith and just the direction everything's going in, mm-hmm. um being able to do this like canary sessions like i was so stoked to do this cuz i'm sure you know audio tree yeah right like i was like that's a genius platform like that's so great that's a great outlet or outlet for bands or an exposure mm-hmm. like I love them all the time too yeah i've discovered new music that way yeah. by watching a live set because that's sometimes the best way to truly hear a band
1: plus like it shows you like if you want to go see that band you know yeah like, if
0: if they really Pour their heart into what they love, so yeah, very much so. So it's uh, I'm really excited for yeah. for you guys here.
2: She said, touch me like you used to. I need your flesh and bone and kiss me like I mean something. I feel cheap and all alone and make love like back in high school.
1: guys thank you so much for for joining awesome. us thank you man. yeah for real thank you guys so much yeah. for, for thank hosting you for this. uh thank you for coming on um also uh thank you for the thank you for the shirts that we got we uh they brought us these really cool cool shirts um which i have been told you can get at their shows
3: yes the um, ask for
1: the reaper tea the reaper tea <laughs> Be specific. Be yeah. very specific. Be very, be very, very specific.
0: We have so many shirts. Totally shirt, but you know.
1: But again, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, we are uh, doing this from Heyday Guitars in downtown Winston at uh, 414 Brookstown Avenue. Uh, they have super cool guitars here. They have a really cool atmosphere. You can come in, plug and play, and uh, check out some really cool vintage guitars. Some from japan some you know from the 80s ben's got his eye on one i can tell
0: yeah don't buy the white (laughs) epiphone sheraton please yeah he's he's after it
1: please um but if you would uh be so kind as to subscribe and hit the little bell for uh updates uh for more canary sessions my name is hudson and this has been canary sessions thank you